Here's a message from Ken Lavica. I'm worried about someone. I am worried about someone very close to me because when I saw him earlier today, uh, he was not doing well, and he was in a mood unlike any that I've ever seen him. And I'm talking about a man who misses carbs more than I've seen him ever miss his family. He's on a diet, and his name is Chris Coquel, and I'm here for him. Joe Rigotti hit the open. On your mark. Get set. Go! You are listening to Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 106.3. Presented by FAU MBA and Sport Management Program. No, no, no. Stick around. Hang out with us. Cool. Yeah, we'll stay and hang around with you. It's Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 106.3. Coquel is on a diet, and he's miserable, and we need to help him through this because he's trying, and I respect the effort, but I'll be damned if I'm going to put up with this attitude and this mood with him for the next two or three weeks, but I also don't want to see him fail this as well. You've A lot of you have been through it. Uh, I think it's time to reach out for someone that, uh, that, that we care about, and that is my radio partner, Coquel. And it is Ken Levicka Live featuring Coquel. I am Ken Levicka. He's the miserable one. Coquel. We're in the Anna John Levine Accident Attorney Studios, downtown West Palm Beach, Phillips Point Towers, right off the Intracoastal, and making sure that things run smoothly today. It's Joe Rigotti, who I need to say, and I need to say this publicly, man, does he do a good job. And he is really, really good at what he does. And man, does that guy know how to produce a show and run a board. Uh, we are here until 1 o'clock. We'll be talking with our good friend Ryan Burke from the David Burke Foundation. Burkey Bash is coming up in a couple of weeks, but uh, Ryan's going to come not only tell us uh, about that, but uh, I'm pretty sure he's going to want me to talk about the uh, the newly expanded or what appears to be 12-team college football playoff because, uh, well, the the, the biggest compliments I've ever gotten from him was the day uh, of the uh, RoofClaim.com Boca Raton Bowl when I railed on the college football playoff. And I think I give the people what they want. And when Ryan Burke is in, I'm going to give him what he wants. Okay. Nice. And that is some angry college football discussion. Why are you, why are you so angry? Talk to me. Can you give me some pasta? All right. So can, can you do that? How about, how about the fact that I tell you I'm on a diet, I'm grumpy, I don't really want to get into it, and you open the show with that? Well, I appreciate I that too. Because here's the thing. This show, I take pride in the two months plus that we've done this. I take pride in the fact that we don't hide anything. We pull back the curtain and we do whatever the hell we want. I, I, I want to do a show like that. And when you, someone who I work with every single day, and I share this radio space with every single day, when I see that you're off, I see that you're not right, and I see that you're taking it out on, on me to an extent... Um, I want to know what's happening with you. So what are the parameters of this diet? What are your goals? What are you hoping to accomplish? Well, I'm hoping to not die was goal number one. I was playing with my it's kids recently, and I was really out of breath, and I was like, this isn't fair to them. I have a nine-year-old and a four-year-old boy, okay. both active. And I, and I've, my weight has fluctuated over the years, and I just, I'm just i at a, a high point in my weight, and I just I want to be able to play with my kids. I want to see them grow old, and it's just I'm at an age now where it's not cute anymore to be – like, ah, yeah, I'm fat. Like, I, I got health things start coming out. And I don't have any, I, I don't know of any health issues going on because our insurance, it's hard to find a doctor on our mm-hmm. network. So you but, don't uh, know blood pressure stuff. You don't know, like, blood stuff right now. Like, it's just sort of. Oh, it's good. All those levels okay. are always good every time I get a physical. Okay. But I just, 
What are I look in the mirror and I say that like if I saw someone else who looked like me, I'd be like that guy's gonna die. <laughs> uh, what um if you don't mind, what's like a ballpark weight we're talking about here? I want to lose like seventy pounds. Okay, okay, gotcha. which I've done in the past. Okay, so you know you've done it before, but it's tougher as you get older, and I get it. What are the parameters of this diet? How are you? How are you losing the weight? I've tried a couple different things in the past that have worked, but again, I've always found the weight. I've done. Um, I don't know if I'm allowed to give brand names, but like portion. That's contr- fine. Go ahead. Portion controlled diets that Dan Marino has also done. Uh, okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, I've done those those diets. You know, the very, calorie count. They're very nutritious and they have, it's a great system. Yes. Yes. It's like yes. a very nutrient system. I, I know the one of which you speak. Oh. All right. And I've now I'm doing another one I've done, which is I guess it's like a form of the Atkins diet that was popular for a while, which is basically just no carbs, no sugar. Okay. So the Atkins one is tough. Because when you completely cut out the carbs and completely cut out the sugar, and you're doing a dry cut here, you're, I mean, one day you were eating it, the next day you weren't eating it. And I went out, I went out with a bag. So I what did. You- I, had, I had a restaurant. I had a high-calorie restaurant with a lot of things. I had, like, Rhymes we, we with went, betters. We went out to eat at Stormhouse. I enjoyed every last uh-huh. bit of Stormhouse, which didn't make me feel that. felt good, actually. I enjoyed that. So I, I went out with a bang, but now since then, I've cut everything. And it's been... A really tough thirty six hours, Ken. So what are you well, like? What are you physically feeling right now? Like, why do you feel so bad? I just feel grumpy because I want to eat stuff, and I don't know if it's mental, physical. I don't know, but you do get like an Atkins flu, yeah, which is basically like your body is going through withdrawal from all the processed sugars and everything else that I eat normally. Eat. Yeah. So seventy pounds using this diet. I mean, that's probably about a six week, uh, seven week on a low end undertaking, right? Or that I don't know, for seventy pounds, it'll probably be like through the summer so those of you who have gone through massive weight loss regimens like i would put and i don't mean this disrespectfully but 70 pounds that's a massive goal like that is a that is a big goal we're not talking like 10 pounds or fitting back into this pair of jeans we're talking 70 pounds that's like a (laughs) that's like two of my four-year-old daughters like that's a a significant amount of weight for those of you that have gone through significant weight loss you felt like coquel like i am not feeling good I'm getting older, and I feel like now it's getting to a point where there are concerns about mortality involved. Like I'm not, I'm not explaining this incorrectly, right? Like I'm no, not saying well, you're on death's doorstep, but it definitely was a wake up call to you when you're chasing your kids around and you're wheezing and you're trying to grab your breath. That's a problem. I also, it's, it's one of those things where I grew up. My dad died before I was born, and I had one of those weird mental blocks where I was like, "Well, I'm going to die at 23 too," but then 23 became 30, and then 30 became 40. And now I just turned 42 this weekend, and it was kind of like the birthday wake-up call, playing with the kids. You know, my wife will probably leave me, so i got to get back into shape for that, too. Man, Side your note. mind was really working. Uh, so uh, completely Once I her- die, she gets to marry someone else, and I am not having that. I will either haunt them or be there for her every last breath. Coquel has decided he's going to lose 70 pounds. He has decided to just help. make a complete shutoff of carbs and sugar. I'll and do something else, though, Ken. I'm up to, if someone has a better suggestion or a better yeah. way, I'll do yeah, it. Th- I don't care. This is just the way I know So it's easier for me. I guess let's just ask people that have done the massive weight loss, and I know you're out there, 888-760-3776, 888-760-3776. Do you think this is the most effective way for Coquel to do this, to just cut out the carbs, 
cut out the sugar and go with it for like three months and lose the 70 pounds. If that is the case, like what are the best ways to uh, get rid of those desires to cheat, those desires to maybe sneak a piece of candy or sneak pasta or Mm. sneak bread? How do you do it without going insane? How do you lose all that weight without going insane? 888-760-3776, 888-760-3776. You can also tweet at us, at ESPN West Palm. And again, is that diet a good idea? Like, why Why did you choose that diet, Coquel? Because when it was a big fad and it came out the first time around, it worked. So I'm kind of just trying to do something that I know has worked in the past. Okay. Also, my kids eat a ton of string cheese, so that's always available, and I'm allowed to have as much string cheese as I want on this diet. Really? So, like, that's one snack that's available. That Because that's the other hard part is my kids are also contributing to my fatness because, like, if Connor, my four-year-old, doesn't finish his peanut butter... <laughs> you know, send that potato bread crust to me. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's been one of those deals going on. Or Dylan doesn't eat his French fries. Look out. Well, they're starving kids somewhere else. So give those to fatty me so, so I can be a glutton and eat it all. It also sounds like, too, though, you're accustomed to just like eating almost at all times. Like you always have a little bit here, a little bit there, and that stuff adds up. And it's difficult to break that habit. So you're not only cutting off the carbs and cutting off the sugar, but you're going to have to make some lifestyle changes as well you're going to have to have some self-control you're going to have to have some discipline and also are you working out i walk okay i walk a good 45 minutes i have a little routine where i walk and come back around how do you stay sane during major weight loss Uh, we need to help coquel because i can't do the next three months i can't spend all summer with this dude being miserable every single day when i walk in how we need tips what tips can you give coquel to stay sane during weight loss like this 888-760-3776-888-760-3776 you also see all these offensive linemen to bring it into sports like they lose all this weight you see him on tv you just don't even like joe thomas you don't recognize these dudes yeah. at all, and they look great. So I'm like, all right, so it is possible. And a lot of them retire, maybe not 42, but late 30s for offensive linemen isn't a, a normal, like that's a normal retiring age. So I feel like I'm at that spot where I can still do this and then live my life going forward normal. Let me tell you what has worked for me previously. I've gone through two different weight loss situations in my life. And the sec- the first one, like it went well. I kept it off for a while, but then I went through a little bit of a, a breakdown and the weight came back and it sucked. Um, so then I did it again in 2019. Uh, and that has stayed off to this point. Like now I work out a ton. But in the moment, when I was, when I was uh, losing the weight, What's going to keep pushing you, and this is what should keep driving you, you've got to be as disciplined as possible right off the bat. The first two weeks are critical because if you see the weight start to come off in the first two weeks, which you will if you're doing this properly, that's the best motivator to keep going because you're inevitably inevitably going to hit a plateau, and there's going to be a week where you don't lose a bunch of weight, and you're going to get discouraged. But if you know that the first two weeks I lost 10 pounds, you know you can get over that hump and then lose 20 more pounds, and then continue that process. But you've got to see the results right away. That's why this part's so critical. You've got to, got to, got to stay disciplined. You have got to stay within yourself and stop being mad about it and embrace sort of the uncomfortableness of the diet. I get that, but Cheez-Its are really good. I understand they're really good. Cheez-Its, I would argue, are one of the finest snacks to have in a house. And they're everywhere in my house. They're everywhere. They're in the couch they're in the cabinets. They're everywhere. Like wherever I go, <laughs> the I feel like there's Cheez-Its everywhere. Cheez-Its are a better option than Goldfish. 
taste-wise or health-wise? Because if you're telling me cheeses are healthy. No, like, no, no, no. I'm not saying either what? of them are healthy. Is there like an all Raisin Bran Crunch diet? And I don't know why I'm giving them this plug, but like I can eat Raisin Bran Crunch every, and I feel like that's not unhealthy. It's got no. raisins in it. It's got a crunch in it. But here's the thing, crunch though: if you're, if you're cutting out carbs, you can't you can't do. I know. The but what about if I just no. eat like Raisin Bran Crunch Coquel. and nothing else for Coquel. three months? You've got to stick to the parameters of the diet, especially the first two weeks. I mean, the whole time, but the first two weeks, so you can see the weight loss. You're gonna sabotage yourself, and then you're going to suck all summer. Has anyone ever tried, like, this is cutting out carbs and sugar, right? Yeah. What about if I only eat carbs? I No. no. Why? I'm cutting out the other thing like I'm cutting out carbs. Has anyone ever tried that? Like, if I just strictly eat carbs and nothing else. Buddy, you need proteins because that really helps expedite the weight loss process, and you need to cut out the carbs for a while. You can eventually incorporate carbs back in, but then you do, I would recommend calorie counting for a while as well. That is effective. And you need, what are your thoughts on vegetables? They're kind of like my enemy. Mm-hmm. I don't really you need to them. embrace those too. I like spinach. Okay. Uh, you need to find I can eat some broccoli. Okay. I like Good. cauliflower as long as you put like garlic and other things on it. What about uh what about some I like peas, but they're not healthy apparently. What about baked Brussels sprouts? That sounds terrible. No, it's good. I'm telling you, it's good. That sounds I've watched you eat here. That sounds awful. It it is good. How can Coquel stay sane? And do you have any additional advice for him that other than what I gave him about how to survive this diet and actually hit the seventy pound goal? Also, why are fruits unhealthy for diets? Because sugar. 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Listen, I'm just trying to help, and I know it's unfair because all you hear is that fruits are healthy for you, but at least initially, the natural sugar, it's just that. It's sugar. Is it as bad as the processed sugar? Absolutely not. But do you want to grow dependent on it? No, because that does you no good. Like French fries are a vegetable. No. They're, they're a potato. Potato is a starch. It's not a vegetable? No. Yes, it is. It, it might be technically ground. by what definition. It's not a vegetable. Hold it on. grows in the ground, so it's healthy. But it's also massively starchy, and that also is going to set you way, way behind. I think French fries is my best vegetable. Potato is a plant. Well, it's not a vegetable, and the fact that it's fried uh, completely negates any sort of- I can bake a of... potato, but then I want ketchup on it. Ketchup no, don't sugar. do that. And like the sh- ugh, sugar-free ketchup, if, disgusting. If you, if you ate sweet potato slices, you can even bake them, that actually is- acceptable no that's got carbs in it yeah i'm talking about down the road but you can't have baked potato with something on it you can't have french fries i'm telling you the first two weeks though this is where you have to be the most disciplined because if you blow it here and you don't see the weight loss in the two weeks where you should absolutely have weight loss then you're screwing yourself man like i'm just trying to help you mark is in west palm mark you're on ken levick alive what's up mark coquel you gotta pull up your sundress man lift a weight or two you gotta your buddy's right. The first two weeks are critical. I'm a trainer, so I know this stuff. The first two weeks are critical. But you got to eat carbs. You're, you're going to eat a diet that's really not, it's really not, it's, it's, it's not sustainable. You can't just live on protein forever and fat. You can't. I don't you want, won't. But I don't want to do it forever. I'm looking to get that weight off so then I can start, like, be at a normal person well, level rather ask, than a Let me ask a you this, Mark. Level. Since you're a trainer, what are what are some of the safer carb options that Coquel could have if he's going to go that route with moderation? That he can have or not have? 
Well, I'm sorry. I was a truck no, no, no. driving by me. No, you're fine. You're fine. I just want to, like, I, I, the first two weeks suck, especially on an Atkins diet because you're going straight cold exactly. turkey. Um, but once, he's, exactly. once he starts to incorporate a little bit of carbs, what's a safe moderation and a safe carb source to get some of those carbs from? The best carb a morning. The best carb to have in the morning would be, you know, like like oatmeal. Okay, it's boring. Yep, but it's it's it, it's it's sustainable. Maple it's long in your system. No, Coquel. No, Co- you got it. You got to get the steel cut oatmeal, right, Mark? Like that's probably your best option there. It, it doesn't even need to be that. Okay. It just needs to be. It, he's not doing a show. He's just trying <laughs> to lose some weight. <laughs> Good you point. can go. You can, you can go with the you can go with the the white haired guy with the funny hat. <laughs> that kind of oatmeal. That's that's fine. In the afternoon, I mean, you can, vegetables are great. You can have sweet potatoes. Sweet potatoes are fine because they're low on the glycemic chart, so you're not getting all the the you're not getting everything you would get in a, in a baked potato or something. So sweet potatoes aren't bad, but you got to eat your protein. You got to have your protein every meal. Yep. Yeah, and man, I tell you and what, you got to have a carb. You got to have a carb. Eat your starchier carbs earlier in the day by two o'clock. It's protein and vegetables the rest of the day. What about my mom? You has, can't sustain. My mom has Go this ahead, theory about no about eating late. And my day, I'm up late often. Like I'm up to one o'clock almost every night, either working or just because my kids go to sleep finally at twelve question. o'clock, and then I'm up. And that's usually where I have my downfall. You need to eat. You need to eat every two and a half, three hours. I like this. Okay. Thing. And if you're eating clean, if you're eating clean, mm. you can eat. I don't get home sometimes till nine o'clock. Okay, so I'm eating at nine nine thirty at night, but my diet it, it's clean. I'm eating chicken or fish and pro and, and a vegetable or something along or a protein shake along those lines. I am so you just can't have. Wow. This is sorry, awesome. No, 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 no. I, I'm just, like, Coquel can see, like, I'm getting excited hearing all these things because I live for these types of discussions about clean eating and and the, the science of it because I'm, like, that guy. I'm a nerd, and everybody right. around here makes fun of me for it, but I, and my wife hates me for it, but I love it. Mark, I just I just want to... I just want to do a show with you and just talk about how to eat. Like, I feel great. This is awesome. I'm, I'm more excited about this than I'm going to be talking about Garrett Cole and his uh, sticky substance on baseballs. This is awesome. Mark, appreciate the call. Thank you for the insight. Appreciate that. Absolutely, guys. Have a good afternoon. All right. So what I got from Mark is I should eat more. Every two hours, I need yeah. to keep eating. Well, and that also helps your metabolism. If you eat more often, not more food, but your portions, you separate them and eat them more often with frequency, that's going to help your metabolism. Okay? I, I can eat more. All right. I mean, but again, quantity, we're not talking about quantity, we're talking about just more often. I'm trying to help you, Coquel. 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Any more diet tips for Coquel? Because, again, I will be damned if I'm going to let him for the next three months as he tries to lose 70 pounds walk around here like a crab, like a gigantic, a grumpy way, crab. Find me a way to lose the weight. And why, why don't you motivate? Why don't you pay me to lose the weight? Why would I, I pay it. you to lose the weight? You should pay me per pound. By the way, I mean, I can set you up with some of what my, my workout routine has uh, has been and see if I can help. I'm not going to have my four-year-old take shirtless pictures of me. Sorry, Ken. <laughs> that, that's your, that is the most that's vital your part of my workout station. routine. Yes, that is my the most vital part of, uh, of any workout routine is your toddler taking shirtless photos of you. 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Ken Levick Alive is presented by the FAU MBA Sport Management Program. 
FAU.edu slash MBA Sport. That's where the FAU MBA Sport Management Program info is. But I want to tell you about them because, well, I have seen uh, the way that uh, people, they, they go about their lives, Coquel, and they work jobs that they hate. They just do it because they're like, what else is out there? I don't, I'm not qualified to do anything else. And they stay in that lane and they're miserable and they don't know where to turn and they just live their lives miserable. A lot of times there's that allure of, I want to work in sports. I wonder what that's like, but I don't know how to get there. I'm telling you, this is how you do it. The FAU MBA Sport Management Program is how you get into the sports field. The sports industry is massive. There are jobs to be had. It's a matter of how do you pinpoint what direction you want to go into. And the FAU MBA Sport Management Program covers that all because Dr. Jim Reardon is on top of it. We have had several teammates here at ESPN West Palm who have gotten their MBA in sport management at Florida Atlantic. I know so many FAU football players. I know so many people at ESPN, so many people with the Dolphins, the Panthers that got their MBA in sport management at Florida Atlantic. FAU.edu slash MBA sport. FAU.edu slash MBA sport. 21 years, the FAU MBA sport management program. Uh, Jerry in Port St. Lucie. Jerry, uh, what do you have for Coquel? How can we help him in this trying time? Real simple. You All you have to do is beef jerky, pork rinds, protein, <laughs> They don't take up any space. You can eat a bunch of them. Trust me, I'm a cop for the last 30 years, and I know that's that's how I've kept mine off. Jerry, you should write a damn book. I like it. I think that's perfect, and it'll be a two-page book. You'll be like, want to stay in shape? Jerky pork rinds. The end. Appreciate you, man. Uh, uh, See the diet. It made me not turn on my microphone. You are a mess, I couldn't even reach the button to turn my microphone on. Ken, it's been 36 hours. It's very haunting. I don't know if anyone out there's ever been through this for 36 hours, but I'm pushing the limit. I can't wait for a 3 a.m. phone call from Coquel. I I feel so bad. I need I need a fry. And my wife is like, "Who are you talking to on the phone at 3 a.m.?" Like, don't worry, it's just Coquel going through a a a, a calorie and a starch withdrawal. Actually, you know what though? We've been talking so much about the vaccine and the the little window of feeling not well. Yeah, it's very similar to that feeling of. When I cut off carbs, so, it's like a fake flu that just goes the away. The first 36 like, hours of your Atkins diet feel like your your aftermath of your COVID vaccine. Well, no, this, I, I haven't hit that part. I'm at the part where I know it's kind of, there may be some anxiety things going on right now because 36 hours really, I mean, I don't know if anyone's ever done 37 hours. We'll see by the end of the show how I'm doing at that point because 37 is a big number. It's bigger than 36. Look out. Those anti-Atkins are going to uh, attack you on Twitter. I'm not telling people on Twitter. Should I tell people on Twitter I'm doing Atkins? Why? Is there people against it? Is it is because it it's... It was a joke. It was an anti-vaxxer joke. Oh, you never know. See, again, but Rigotti, this is how I know that we're not. A, he's not right because we're not on the same wavelength. This is very rare right now. It is. I'm not doing well. It's been 36 hours. <laughs> I'm not doing well could apply to you most days, Coquel, outside of you starting a diet for the first 36 hours. I, just, I don't know how I'm going to be able to get through it. You almost made me spit delicious cured coffee. Keurig. For all of your office needs. Oh, it's a fraud. 888 Can I have coffee? Three seven seven six. I think you can have black coffee. Oh, that's Ooh, how I like bro. my women, not my coffee, Ken. <laughs> that was so unnecessary, but accurate. But true. I yeah. uh, Ryan Burke, uh, we'll talk about the David Burke Foundation and uh, uh, Berkey Bash that is coming up in just a couple of weeks' time. But... Before Ryan comes in, when we come back, if you want to see a grown man sweat and forget how to speak, 
I'm going to direct you to the Yankees clubhouse last night. He's Coquel. I'm Ken Levick. And Joe Rigotti's hanging out. We're live on ESPN 106.3. From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken Levick Live on ESPN 106.3. Here's Ken Levicka. If a pitcher is doctoring baseballs... I'm so hungry. How is that not as extreme as uh, stealing signs or using steroids? How are we just completely uh, ignoring... How are we giving a pass to pitchers who doctor baseballs? And how prevalent is this? Ken Levick Alive featuring Coquel on ESPN 106.3. Subscribe to the podcast, Ken Levick Alive featuring Coquel. You get it on your phone every day after we are done. If you subscribe to it and well, yeah, you listen to it. You don't have to do it in its entirety. Just listen to it in, in bits and pieces. Uh, Ryan Burke uh, is going to join us to talk about the David A. Burke Foundation. And again, Berkey Bash is at Drive Shack in West Palm on Friday. So we're going to have Ryan come in here, talk to us about that, but also hang with us for a little bit because he's a pretty righteous dude. Uh, last night, uh, in light of a Major League Baseball crackdown, this was first reported by ESPN. It's been documented by Sports Illustrated. Major League Baseball has been going after pitchers who are using foreign substances on baseballs. It has been a bit more prevalent, umpires focusing on this over the last couple of weeks, really just sort of trying to scare pitchers straight. It's a new initiative because it appears as if uh, Major League pitchers Using sticky substances on baseballs is a bit more prevalent than maybe what we actually thought was the case. And one of the substances in question is called spider tack. It's a Mm -hmm. paste. And uh, Garrett Cole of the Yankees was asked about it last night. He was asked straight up whether or not he's ever used spider tack. And if you have ever wanted to hear a grown man completely lose his senses, completely lose his confidence, and have no idea how to speak in that moment, I present to you Garrett Cole. I don't, I don't know, I I, I don't know if, Uh uh, I don't know quite, I don't quite know how to answer that, to be honest. Um, So that's a yes. I mean, there are customs and practices that have been passed down from older players to younger players, from the last generation of players to this generation of players. And, um, you know, I, I think, uh, I think there are some things that are certainly out of bounds in that regard. And, and, uh, I stood pretty, stood pretty firm in, in terms of that, uh, in terms of the communication between our peers and whatnot. Um, you know, and, What's that and even again, mean? like I mentioned earlier, there's, you know, this is important to a lot of people that love the game. This is including, including the players in this room, including fans, including, you know, teams. And so if MLB wants to, you know, legislate some more stuff, that's a conversation that we can have um, because ultimately we should all be pulling in the same direction on this. I mean, he said words, but he didn't say anything. And him not saying anything also tells us that, yeah, he uses spider tack. He uses substances on baseballs. But it is unfair that Garrett Cole now becomes the poster child for this because of that god-awful answer 
Because you can bet that this is all over baseball. All over baseball. And what the theory is, is that the better grip on the baseball means less rotation on the baseball, which means more movement on the baseball, which means that it's more difficult to hit the baseball. In fact, the collective batting average of Major League Baseball's lowest it has been in four decades. And if that hasn't set off some uh, red flags to those in the game that something's up, uh, I mean, that's that that to me is the most obvious result, unless you find spider tack on the brim of someone's cap and it's just dripping off and they're wiping their hand on it and then rubbing down the baseball. I mean, that in and of itself is the evidence of what's happening. But we made such a big deal about the video sign stealing with the Astros. We have wiped out an entire era of Major League Baseball because of steroids, because guys were hitting too many home runs. But I would argue... Which, which weren't illegal at the time. Exactly. We're not illegal. I would argue that doctoring the baseballs, getting a better grip on the baseballs, this being prevalent league-wide, is just as serious, at least as the steroids. And it's in the same neighborhood as the video signs dealing because it's immediate, premeditated cheating. It's been illegal for as as long as I can remember in baseball, and it's still happening. But for whatever reason, when the pitchers go full-fledged villi- uh, 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 villain cheating, we focus on it for a split second, and I guarantee you we're not going to talk about it tomorrow. We're not going to talk about it the next day. We're not going to talk about it on Monday. We'll focus on it today, but it's not going to be a scandal. This is never going to be a scandal, and I'm wondering why. Because this is as egregious as sign-stealing. This is as egregious as steroid use. We wouldn't even be talking about it if his answer wasn't so terrible. <laughs> I mean, that like, was a terrible answer. <laughs> I mean, I, as someone who is known prominently on the radio, not known prominently on the radio, but like, my career has been based off of saying things that don't make sense. Like that was bad. Even yeah. for me, who just says things that don't yep. make sense all the time. He literally could have went any direction he wanted. He could have made a Spider-Man joke. He could have went a million yeah. different ways. Just not that. That was the worst possible result. Imagine being the PR guy right. for the Yankees sitting in the corner of that room like, oh my God. Yeah, he literally oh my God. they could have asked them that question. They could have said, uh, Garrett, have you ever used Spider Tack? And he could have said, uh, pizza. And that would have been a better answer than what he actually did. Or even made jokes like, oh, I love using spider tack to hang up pictures on my wall or whatever else. Yeah. I don't know what the real purpose of right, spider right. tack is. but uh, Yeah, exactly. Or it, like, I love Tic Tacs. I don't use, like, he yeah. could have said anything. I used it to clock my patio. Like, something along those lines. But instead, that happened. But I, I, the, the main cheating scandals in our lifetime are the steroid scandal, the Astros video sign stealing, and now you've got pitchers using spider tack or other substances. In fact, Josh Donaldson of the of the Twins speculated to Sports Illustrated that some pitchers, and Garrett Cole in particular, was using sunscreen mixed with sand to hide the fact that he was actually using a banned substance and try and get away with it. Uh, and that's why Garrett Cole has really become a focus of this entire thing. And the spin rate numbers have just dropped. They've been astronomical. Now, yeah. if hitting now, actually goes up, Throughout the league now, as they're starting to crack down. Well, Jeff Passan speculated on SVP on Sports Center last night that there are pitchers in Major League Baseball that have told him that uh, each hitter, each hitter that's worth a damn in baseball, could be at least up five home runs total for their season total once 
uh, if this was fully legislated the right way with substances. That is massive. Why don't they go after it? They're fully? going to. Like, they have to, right? Because I remember as a kid, I think it was Phil Necro throwing a nail filer out of his back yeah. pocket while the umpire well, was checking him. What about Gaylord Perry? Gaylord Perry made a career out of cheating and is in the Hall of Fame. Yet Barry Bonds isn't in, Mark McGuire isn't in, but Gaylord Perry, who admitted while he was playing that he was a cheater, is in the Hall of Fame. What exactly is spider spider tack? Do we know? It's like a paste. It's a it's a it's a it's a thick paste. What is it really? I don't, what is I don't the know what it's actually used to caulk the patio. Is that what it's for? I don't think so. Oh, that would be really weird. Sticky, and that ball, would, sticky balls and caulk want to be the category. <laughs> caulk on your fingers. I don't think that comes off particularly easily. Could you actually look up what actual uses Rigotti uh, for for spider tack are? But I'm wondering. I, I want you to rank the baseball scandals because for me, I don't quite understand how. Pitchers doctoring the baseballs, and this being extremely prevalent to a point where we have the lowest collective major league batting average in 40 years, isn't up there. If you have a choice of using steroids to hit the baseball harder, or sign stealing using video, or pitchers using grip enhancers to help movement on pitches, how do you rank those in terms of scandal? Because I'll tell you what, I'd put the steroids at the bottom of that list. 888-760-3776, 888-760-3776, or you can tweet at us at ESPN West Palm. It is marketed for strong men to improve their grip. So, so like lifting weights? Yeah, like to not let go of the bar. Gotcha, gotcha. Um, that's important. I would recommend, though, gloves as opposed to um, uh, spider tack. Seems a, l- a little messy, and, and I'm not into studies that. Studies have shown it's more effective than mixing sunscreen with rosin. So, like, it's actually had studies like this is better for that. Well, good. Well, good. Um, but again, rank them. These baseball scandals, steroid use for hitters, or video sign stealing, or pitchers using sticky stuff on baseballs. How do you rank those in terms of scandal? Because for me, I'll put sign stealing above of pitchers using sticky stuff, but ahead of steroids. This is a short-term um, uh, immediate premeditated way to get results and cheat. Whereas steroids, it's long-term, and you still got to hit the damn baseball. 888-760-3776, 888-760-3776, or tweet at us at ESPN West Palm. When we come back, Ryan Burke. He is here from the David A. Burke Foundation. And really, we just like the guy. So he's going to hang out with us for a little bit as well and talk about Berkey Bash on Friday at Drive Shack in West Palm. He's Coquel. There's Joe Rigotti. I'm Ken Lavica, And we're live on ESPN 106.3. You are listening to Ken Lavica live. Call the show now at 888-760-3776. Here's Ken and Coquel. Hey, I was driving here today, Coquel, and I looked in my uh, I looked at my temperature gauge on my car, and it was ninety degrees. And I was like, "It's nine thirty in the morning, and it's ninety degrees." And I was like, "What if somebody's air conditioning went out during that? Like, that's hotel exodus right yeah, that's there. Tough. That's like I'm out of the house, and so you need." someone to help you if the air conditioning goes out. And I know there's a lot of options. I understand there's a lot of options, but especially here in South Florida. there's only one you'd say yes to. Well, there's only one you'd say yes to, and that's EDS. And it's because they are working around you. They have convenient appointment times that they're trying to work around you, not dictate when they're going to come to you. That's a big difference because not every place operates like that. EDS, edsairconditioning.com, 
airconditioning.com. They are a train comfort specialist. It's hard to stop a train, and they are uh, at the, the top of the elite air conditioning market. They also take care of plumbing as well. In fact, our sales guy, Jeff, has had a uh, water heater problem, and uh, he is rolling out, and they are trying to help him with his water heater issue. So they've got all the bases covered. They're versatile. They've been helping Palm Beach County for 15 years. It's EDS Air Conditioning. It's yes to EDS. EDSAirConditioning.com. EDSAirConditioning.com. And when it's 90 degrees at 930 in the morning, just trust me, you want to have them on standby, okay? And this is June. We're not in July. I know, I know, August, I know. Right, right, it's, right. It's ridiculous. Uh, Ryan Burke, he is, um, he is just a good man overall, and uh, we like hanging out with him, and he is, uh, he is someone that is one of the funniest people that I know. Uh, he is one of the most laid-back people I know, but he's also someone who's one of the most giving people that I know as well, and he, I know he was hanging out with Josh yesterday, doing a great job, uh, but we decided, we are like, Ryan. Come by, hang out with us. So Ryan Burke is with us here for a couple of minutes on Ken Levick Alive. And uh, you've got Berkey Bash coming up Friday at Drive Shack in West Palm right by PBI. Uh, and I, I do want to, before we kind of joke around a little bit and do what we typically do, um, uh, first off, uh, the David A. Burke Foundation, that's uh, the basis of this entire thing. This was started after the passing of your father uh, a couple of years ago. And um, uh, just a quick background, uh, your dad was such a huge proponent of us here at ESPN West Palm and such an ally. Uh, what he did for us at the Breakers was, I mean, he went above and beyond, and he was just damned hilarious, too. Uh, and, uh, you know, it's it was such a, a loss to the community. Um, and obviously, uh, to your, it, it's something like that is jarring, I know. And w- where did the idea come from to start the foundation in his name? Yeah, it came in the early days afterwards, and it was kind of like flipping an unfortunate situation on its head. And just, you know, he's a very philanthropic guy, you know, his whole life and supported a lot of local charities um, throughout the community. So we decided to take, you know, an unfortunate situation and bring a lot of good out of it. And it really it really helps, you know, through the whole process too, being able to give back and change people's lives for sure. What I love about it too is that uh, this signature event that you've had, Berkey Bash and uh, Drive Shack and going out there, having some drinks, hitting some golf balls, talking trash busting stones like that would be your dad's element yeah to a t absolutely yeah cold drinks and on the golf course for yep. sure yep. yeah he would have loved it he absolutely would love it for sure so it is uh friday uh that's june 11th in case you want to mark your calendars and this is at drive shack in west palm right by pbi you cannot miss it it is huge Can't miss it. <laughs> the, the big white letters that say drive shack tips you off that right. that's drive shack uh, how can people be a part of this how can they get information about this yeah so go to davidburkfoundation.org um, we're on instagram Dave Burke foundation we're on facebook um you can go on eventbrite search berkey bash we have a handful of tickets left i'm talking five or six tickets um we've seen an enormous response going to be about 192 people there it's going to be awesome dress light i know you guys will be there it'll be a lot of fun that's for awesome, sure. Man. yeah last time we did it november 2019 it was an absolute blast. Yeah. So look yeah. out below. Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. And uh, so again, uh, that is davidburkfoundation.org, davidburkfoundation.org. Uh, Friday uh, at Drive Shack in West Palm, it is Berkey Bash and 192 people. That's awesome. Yeah, man. we're back, baby. Shots and arms, we're ready to go. There's so much pent up demand. Right. We're riding the wave. Yeah. You know what I mean? Shots and arms, and it's time to get rolling. I love that. I oh, love yeah. That. Um, so Coquel, uh, I, I think you've noticed... Uh, uh, Ryan, that he's been a little bit quiet, and it's because he has started in on a on a diet. He has cut out all carbs. He has cut out all sugar. Like, did it cold turkey? I am turkey. probably the first human being to go thirty seven hours without a carb. 
I'm just no, saying. yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm sure. But it's he's handling he's handling it like such a baby. Like, mm. I feel like I have the flu. I don't feel good. This is as bad as the COVID shot. Like he's just Ollie. <laughs> I mean, he just can't handle it. He's being mean and he's snapping at me, and I just I don't like it. And this is going to be three months of this because he's trying to lose seventy pounds. Wow. Uh, do you have any advice for him about how to to stay sane during this, or to just like? Pull your big boy pants up and get rolling. Yeah, I mean, you know, obviously you know what you're getting into, right? I mean, I know how I am when I'm not eating my, you know, junk food for sure. And I mean, anyone, if anyone has advice, look at you, man. Lean, mean, fighting machine. You're that's, ready for the octagon. That's right. Yeah, but that's I've seen right. the things he eats, and yeah. I kind of almost would rather be fat than eat what he eats. <laughs> right, right, right. Exactly. You and I, let's just enjoy life. Come on now. I now, mean, we only get to do it once. Now, here's the thing. Ryan's brother is a former Division One college football player at Purdue. Uh, so maybe we should talk to Matt about this whole thing and get his perspective on how to go about it. I don't know. I think I like Ryan's idea better. <laughs> Ryan's right? a little bit on your way. Yeah, 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 yeah for sure. Have me in the back pocket. <laughs> yeah, yeah. My brother definitely great. I mean, he's down in Miami now. He's on that Miami diet. We call him Mateo, so he's loving it down there. <laughs> he's down Mateo. about 60 pounds since uh, his playing days for sure, so he's looking lean and mean, man. Absolutely. If he can do it, if he can do it and maintain the muscle that he has, Mateo, I'm sorry, Mateo Burke, then you can do it, Coquel. Come on, man. I'm 37 hours in. I'm setting records, Ken. Records. People don't normally go. I mean, it's going to be by the time the show's over 38 hours. <laughs> I don't know how it's got two hours you in a one-hour show. Should, but. You probably <laughs> should stop counting hour by hour how long it's been, too. That's probably not helping either. Uh, Berkey Bash is Friday at Drive Shack in West Palm right by PBI. And again, this all for the David A. Burke Foundation. And, and David Burke was a pillar in the community. I mean, larger than life and such a great friend to us at ESPN West Palm. So it's the least we can do to uh, to be a part of that uh, with Berkey Bash again at, uh, at Drive Shack Friday uh, by PBI. Um, I don't know if you saw it yesterday, guys, that uh, Trevor Lawrence did not take any snaps at Jaguars practice because he has a hamstring injury. And this, this was my first thought when I heard that. Let there be Tebow. <laughs> Let's do it. Let's do it. If you're going to have him in camp, you might as well. It <laughs> said from above. And by the way, if that's God's voice, that is terrifying. <laughs> that is really terrifying. It's evil. Uh, it actually can, sounded more like Satan. Than can we get God. back to God's voice there? Because yeah. I really don't feel comfortable no, with that guy. Actually, let, you're, you're, Joe, you, you can cut it off. It's fine. We don't need to be smooth with anything here. Um, let's hear it one more time. Let's hear it one more time and uh, determine if that actually was a God-sounding voice or a Satanic-sounding voice. Let's hear it one more time. Ryan, we'll have you wait in a second. Judge. Yeah, you're the judge. God or Satan here on Kellevick Alive? Let there be Tebow. <laughs> is that is that God or Satan? I didn't like that. Yeah, yeah when I think of God, I think of like Morgan Freeman. That was just frightening right that there. You know what I mean? So angry. The right. More, yeah. The more I listen to it, the more uncomfortable that makes you have me, an actually. angry God. Yeah, yeah, that was. Yeah, I, yeah. Is he is he going to Old uh, smitey I, I was going to say, is he going to smote Trevor Lawrence? <laughs> what just in the name of his son? I mean, we know that's how Lawrence got hurt, right? Tebow prayed on it. Was like, I need to start. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Put a little alt into his hamstring. Is religion a voodoo doll? How does that work? Hey, Tebow, come on. <laughs> Tebow's up to some dark, man. Oh, man. He uh, learned that back in the Philippines, by the way. He's a little Filipino boy. He achieving. is not a Filipino He was boy. born in Makati, <laughs> Philippines, and he's achieving his dream. That does not mean that he's a native of the Philippines. Stop <laughs> with that backstory about Tebow, okay? Where he was born. All right. Uh, Ryan Burke with us. David A. Burke Foundation. Berkey Bash on Friday. Uh, what time does everything start again on Friday? Starts at 8 o'clock. Okay. From 8 to 10 at Drive Shack. Then we're doing a little after party at the Treehouse at Canopy Hotel right oh, here around awesome. the corner from 1030. It'll close, and it's going to be an amazing night. I mean, we cannot wait. Uh, at Drive Shack, uh, are you are you good at the, the Drive Shack things, like hitting targets and driving the ball long distances? No, I mean, my take on it is it's like better than a bowling alley. You know what I mean? I can get my wife there, get my family there. As long as we're out hitting balls, it's amazing because you know what I mean? No one wants yeah. to spend four hours on a golf course. Let's be real. Like, in <laughs> How this about heat, the drinking part of it? Are you good there? Yeah, I mean, I would like to believe so. I don't want to toot my own horn, but I mean, yeah, I am my dad's son. Yeah. <laughs> the, the genetics are good in that spot. Absolutely. Uh, so we can't wait for Berkey Bash again. It's Friday at Drive Shack right by PBI. And like I said, you cannot miss it. There's a huge net and there are multiple stories and there's a big white sign that says Drive Shack and you'll be there. You'll know you're there for Berk, uh, for Berkey Bash. Uh, again, Friday at Drive Shack. If you could, just give the, uh, the the website and the information one more time, Ron. Yeah, davidburkfoundation.org, um, Dave Burke Foundation on Instagram, and this is my last stop on the ESPN Car Wash, so I, we saved the best for last. Man, I appreciate you. That that warms my heart. And even if you don't mean that, we'll take it. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> how, about yeah. how about Ryan comes in, and, and the first thing he goes, he goes, is there a height limit to host a show at ESPN West Palm? Because he's on with Josh yesterday. He's on with me today. Josh is like 5'9". I'm like 5'6". That's pushing it. 5'9". But, but, in heels. Yeah, it, it, yeah exactly. He standing on that chair? I, I sort of feel like after Evan, since Evan's like the, the standard bearer here, we were like, we can't have people that tall anymore because Evan's right. like, what, 6'2", six, 6'3"? Six, like, so there's no way. It is funny how tall Evan seems around here. Right, exactly. Like you yeah. think he was like an oh, NBA yeah. player when he walks in, right. but it's just that everyone here is short. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. No, he, he defies what the actual average I wonder if that was on purpose. If there's a plan of hiring everyone short just to make Evan feel bigger and taller. It's sort of like in D.C. where you can't build anything it. higher than the Washington Monument. Like I believe it. Yeah, yeah I believe yeah. it. You can't have anyone taller than Evan Cohen. He that, needs to be the pillar. Uh, that is that is ESPN 106.3 protocol. Berkey, my man, I appreciate you. Ryan Thanks so much Burke. for having me, guys, and congratulations Thank on the you. new show, man. Long overdue. Finally, the brass got their stuff together. Yeah. Thank you for the bit. You know what? We're putting a promo together out of that. Ryan Burke said it, and we're going to broadcast it to the world. Especially when they try to cancel us in three months. We're going (laughs) to play that back. I'm actually going to need you to come back on the show and fight for my job for me. (laughs) Let's do it. Awesome. Perfect. Ryan Burke again, David A. Burke Foundation. uh, David A. Burke Foundation. And this is going to be Drive Shack in West Palm on Friday. Everything starts at 8 p.m. Oh, yeah. There's an after party as well. Uh, The David A. Burke Foundation. Trust me. Be a part of this. Berkey Bash is awesome. Ryan Burke hanging out with us here on Ken Levick Alive. We'll come back. He's Coquel. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3. Spend your lunch with Ken by calling 888-760-3776. It's Ken Levick Alive. Presented by FAU MBA and Sport Management Program. Here's Ken Levicka and Chris Coquel. I want to thank Ryan Burke, David A. Burke Foundation, for telling us not only 
about Berkey Bash Friday at Drive Shack, 8 p.m. Again, davidburkfoundation.org. You can check out their Facebook page as well. Check them out on social media, but also for uh, just just dealing with our nonsense. Uh, so, uh, again, make your plans to be out at Drive Shack uh, by PBI, uh, 8 o'clock on Friday for Berkey Bash. Uh, don't forget to subscribe to the Ken Levick Alive uh, podcast, Ken Levick Alive featuring Coquel. We do it every single weekday at noon here on ESPN 106.3. And I... I, I, I want to make sure that we make it abundantly clear how absolutely absurd and ridiculous it is that Derrick Rose got an MVP vote. What are you talking about? I knew this was going to happen. From Joe, a rose. I knew, that, I knew a this was going to happen. A kiss from a rose <laughs> brought basketball back to the Mecca. Well, okay. First of all, Julius Randle <laughs> brought bas- on, the, on the floor brought basketball back to to the Mecca. Derrick Rose was, w- would you say, Coquel, he was the b- the most consistent playoff performer? Him and uh, and Alec Burks? And even even Ale- Alec Burks, he bailed, like he didn't have great down the stretch. He had a couple bad games in there. Rose was good every single game. Yeah. yeah. Or he was solid. Sure? The moment wasn't, he was the only player in the Knicks where the moment wasn't too big. Either you had guys like Quickly who were, the moment wasn't too big, but I think that's just part of being young and, you know, I always say young, dumb, and having fun. Like, he was just having fun out there. But for the players who've been around the league, Rose, it didn't impact him the way it did the other guys. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but he got an MVP vote, and it turns out that it was a fan vote that got him the MVP Why vote. Why do fans have votes? That brings me to the point I'm about to make. See, now we're getting back on the, uh, Joe, he's coming back. He's coming back from his diet flu. He's starting to churn the wheels a little bit. Coquel's back, baby. Uh, that's a great question. Why do fans <laughs> have an MVP vote? Who should vote for an MVP? Because right now it's the media, and then there's the one, the the one collective fan vote, and that's how Derrick Rose got the fan vote. He won the overall fan vote. Yeah, that's dumb. So I almost wonder, though. I like, figured Alan Hahn had a vote. I I I think that. And by the way, uh, your new uh, New York hour is next here on ESPN 106.3. Um, when it comes to voting for MVPs, though, in the NBA. The NBA does not allow peer votes. Players don't have a say in MVP voting. Who should be responsible for voting for an MVP in a sport? Should it be the players? Should it be the fans? Should it be the media? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. I know that the media has generally been the way that this has always been done and it's the way that it's primarily done still in the NBA. But I also think that there are some very uh, self-important media members that try and send a message or are not voting for someone uh, for the right reasons. We see that with the Hall of Fame and stuff. Yeah, the Hall of Fame is is case in point. Baseball Hall of Fame, for sure. I mean, those are stuffy, smarmy, uh, fake morality. Levitard, who used to be with ESPN, sold his for that reason. Right, right. right. Or gave it away, whatever he actually did. As a protest, absolutely. And then he got it ripped away. So I almost wonder why. And I believe the NFL, when it comes to the MVP, there is a pure aspect to it. 
But why in the NBA, with as much time as these guys all spend with one another, for the most part, in the offseason, the brotherhood that exists in the NBA, you don't think that you're going to get an accurate feel for who the best player in the league is on a year-to-year basis if the players get a good portion of the MVP vote? You don't think they would have voted Jokic the MVP still? I didn't think... I don't think it would have to come from media. I think there's such an appreciation in the NBA especially from stars to fellow stars that the they would get it right most years. Are you worried about friendship coming into play? I don't know. Maybe, but I also feel like the 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 right vote, the actual person who is the MVP, that would override any small percentage of friendship vote that would exist. And if it was that close, it's that close anyway. Yeah. You know, like it's one of those things where it could go either way no matter what. And I'm not saying like the media is terrible with the MVP vote. That's how it's always been. It's what we know. But a fan vote for But the fan vote, that that should not happen any longer. Like I get wanting to reach out to the fans, but that is, I mean, that's bad. And what percentage of the vote did they get? Like, does their vote count? Do we know exactly how that works? I mean, yeah, it's it's one vote. So they the, might just be throw. That might just be a throwaway. It's like they a know promotional tool that won't impact exactly. Yeah, but it's just a bad look. I mean, kiss from a rose, though. Come because on, Derrick Rose. I believe he had one more MVP vote than like Kawhi Leonard. Der- Derrick Rose had, a, had one more MVP vote than Kawhi Leonard did. Yeah, because he played in a real arena with real fans. It was just a tougher place to play. I mean, to play <laughs> in the noise of the Garden is a lot more than playing. We're at the Staples Center on, like, off nights. I mean, come on. The janitors don't even work when the Clippers are there. All right. You, you are so full of nods, but I can tell he's feeling better. I can tell he's feeling better, and you're going to feel better when you rock into Greenway Kia, West Palm Beach. Greenway Kia, West Palm Beach. Greenway Kia, West Palm because I feel good every time I get into my Kia K5 GT. You know how I said I was stuck in traffic yesterday? Same thing happened this morning. It took me an hour 15 to get from North Broward here to downtown West Palm, and I was pulling my hair out. I'm like, at least I love my car. <laughs> and you look good. Like, if you're in the yeah. car next to you, you're like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. At least I can be like, yeah, I'm a badass. Look at this car that I'm driving. It's blue. It's beautiful. It's gorgeous. And I got it at Greenway Kia, West Palm Beach, and you can have your own dependable and outstanding looking Kia. If you go to Greenway Kia, West Palm Beach, even if you have bad credit, even if you're not sure about the financing because they want to put you in a car, Mike and Jorge and all of the folks over there, they know that sometimes it's not easy to buy a car. There's a lot of hurdles in the way. They're trying to eliminate those hurdles from a financial standpoint. I mean, their credit clinic, they have local bank representatives on site trying to grant you special approval. And oh yeah, by the way, if you mention this ad here on Ken Levick Alive and you go buy a key from Greenway Kia of West Palm Beach, you get a new flat screen TV with your Kia purchase. I mean, I told him, don't do this. Don't do this. It's it's going to hurt. It's going to hurt you financially. They said, no, we're doing it. We're doing it. Go punish them. Go punish Greenway Kia West Palm Beach. Mention this ad. Get your new Kia from Greenway Kia West Palm Beach and get your flat screen TV. That's GreenwayKiaWestPalmBeach.com. GreenwayKiaWestPalmBeach.com. Oh, you know what we have time for? What's that? Electrical standees. Can and Coquel like putting things in number order. Order, order, order. Five, four, three, two, one. It's time for the electrical standings. Wednesday edition five through one. Top Dan Aykroyd movies. Top Dan Aykroyd movies. Five through one. Coquel, go. Number five, sneakers. Number four, spies like us. Oh. Number three, My Girl. Okay. Great flick. Remember, he's the dad in that. Oh, yeah, you're right. So, you know, he gets credit for that. Trading Places comes in at number two. Some of those jokes don't know how they would fly right about (laughs) now. And number one, of course, who are you going to call? 
Ghostbusters. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, number five, Dan Aykroyd. Top Dan Aykroyd movies. Electrical standings five through one. Pearl Harbor. He was President Roosevelt. That movie was so Pearl boring. Harbor. So long. I know. He could have really done without the love story. I thought the war scenes were yeah. good, though. Stupid love. Number four, My Girl. I agree with yes. you. Number three, Coneheads. Number two, Blues Brothers. And the number one Dan Aykroyd movie, Ghostbusters. Two. Wow. The upset. Oh, no. I want carbs. And that is your electrical standings and the end of the show. Don't you dare touch a French fry. Do not touch a French fry. Mm, Eat your vegetables and your small amount of protein, and you're going to like it. He's Coquel. Thank you to Joe Rigotti. What a great producer he is, and the man knows his way around the board. Amazing. I'm Ken Levicka. We've all been live on ESPN 106.3. Bye-bye.